Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Genesis 12. Abram journeys to Egypt. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, and so you shall be a blessing, and I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. So Abram went forth as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. Now Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his nephew, and all their possessions, which they had accumulated, and the persons which they had acquired in Haran, and they set out for the land of Canaan. Thus they came to the land of Canaan. Abram passed through the land as far as the side of Shechem to the oak of Moreh. Now the Canaanite was then in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your descendants I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. Then he proceeded from there to the mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. And there he built an altar to the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. Abram journeyed on, continuing toward the Negev. Now there was a famine in the land, so Abram went down to Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was severe in the land. It came about that when he'd come near to Egypt, that he said to Sarai, his wife, See now, I know that you are a beautiful woman, and when the Egyptians see you, they will say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will let you live. Please say that you are my sister, so that it may go well with me because of you, and that I may live on account of you. It came about when Abram came into Egypt, the Egyptians saw that the woman was very beautiful. 
Pharaoh's officials saw her and praised her to Pharaoh. And the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. Therefore, he treated Abram well for her sake and gave him sheep and oxen and donkeys and male and female servants and female donkeys and camels. But the Lord struck Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. Then Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this you have done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister so that I took her for my wife? Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they escorted him away with his wife and all that belonged to him. In Genesis 12, I think there's some some things that we kind of overlook, we miss here, uh, as we do in a lot a lot of places in the Bible. But um, Abram lied to Pharaoh. Well, he actually didn't fully lie. He kind of told a half truth. His intention was not for Pharaoh to know that it's his wife, that Sarah was his wife, but he wanted to focus on, well, she's my sister. So he could be treated like, oh, you're the brother of this beautiful woman, and he'd be treated well, not they wouldn't want to kill him to take her from him. As he knew, she's pretty, they're gonna want her. So he just out of fear, he focused on the fact that he, he said, Sarah, we're just gonna let him know that you're my sister. Well, the reality is, Sarah is his half sister. It's his half-sister. They have the same father, but different mothers. You learn that. They focus that more in, later on in Genesis. But but here, he's not telling a full lie, but he's doing it out of fear. He's focusing on the wrong thing. So he is misleading and being deceptive to Pharaoh. So he did it again out of fear. But you're going to see this isn't the only time that this happens. In fact, it happens multiple times in multiple areas. That's really, I mean, men have multiple times throughout that they lie and say that their wife is their sister out of fear. So we'll, I'll point it out whenever it happens, each time that we come across it. But it's, it's out of fear that he does this. And what happens is it made it easier for him. His first reaction was fear. Later, when it happens again in Genesis 20, it's no longer fear. It's just his first reaction. So in our lives, whenever, you know, maybe one time out of fear, we we mess up, we do something wrong, or out of a, a quick judgment or a quick reaction to something, we know we do something that's not right. It's not appropriate. But what we also do within that is if we do not stand up and say, I messed up, we just kind of let it lie, especially if we get away with it and it succeeds. We just made that behavior that much easier for us to do it again. And then you do it again and again, next thing you know, it's more the norm. So what we should do is whenever we mess up, whenever we make a mistake, no, no matter what the justification is and why we made a mistake, the reality is we made a mistake. We need to, to um, respond to that. We need to take the consequences. We need to stand up and say, I messed up. Some of the best, strongest words we can ever say to people are, I was wrong or I messed up. And those should really follow with, I am sorry. 
humble yourself. We need to humble ourselves and admit when we make a mistake so that it doesn't become our go-to easy reaction in the future. So Father, help us to to be aware of those things maybe that we already have as, as habits in our lives that were wrong in the first place, but now they're just, they're almost rote. They're just normal. Or help us to, to uh, find those um, imperfections in our behaviors and pull them out like weeds out of the garden. Shine a light on them for us. Highlight them for us so that we know that is not appropriate. We need to humble ourselves before you, Father. We need to ask for forgiveness. Help us to make the wrongs right. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.